We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And we're back in the game. Welcome to Mavs Party. It's Kirk Henderson. You're joining me a little bit before midnight. The Dallas Mavericks just won in game three, 103 to 94. I hope everyone is having a great time because damn. And yeah, I'm sorry about putting a pocket full of sunshine in the title, but I'm definitely going to be singing that for a while. All right, friends, let's get right to it. For anybody who didn't watch the game, you're a weirdo. Um, everybody watched the game. What are we talking about? Uh, let's just kind of hop right into things with, with, uh, 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 talking all of you, be sure to listen for your name. Be sure to, uh, you know, make sure that you're looking at the icons with the mute icon, uh, and then the ring around your, your icon, uh, your, uh, avatar needs to light up. That's the way that we're telling, uh, that, that you can see that you're being heard, um, we're going to talk till we don't want to anymore because the only thing I have to go to tomorrow is little league baseball where I am allowed to be brain dead. Um, coming up first, let's go to our man boots on the ground, Matt Phillips, who is now a preposterous 14 and 0 at Mavericks playoff games. We're going to get him back at the game. How you doing, Matthew? Matt, you've got to hit the unmute button. You're killing me smalls. I love it. First person up, and he's, he's probably having connection issues because he's at the game. Um, I love it, though. All right, uh, let's try someone else. Let's go with Chris. Chris, you were at the game. Please tell me you're not having connection issues, too. Yes, you are. All of no, you no, are no, killing. No, I'm good. I'm here. <laughs> Hit the unmute button, people. I'm no, it wasn't your name. I, well, for me, I was in the chat, and then um, it said that I'm the speaker, and it it couldn't it wouldn't let me press the back button. I hear you. I'm just messing and then I, What's up? Anyway, no, I was at the game. It was crazy. It was – where are you guys at, man? Some of y'all need to be going to these Mavs games if y'all live in Dallas. Look, man, it's expensive. Uh, yeah. It's expensive. <laughs> you, are, you are giving away all your children's college money, and I respect the commitment, but I can't do it just yet. <laughs> I know. My, like I said uh, a week ago, my <laughs> wife was like, hey, you need to 
you know, tone it down on these Mavs games. I'm like, no, no, but it's okay. It's just the playoffs. Like, th- this might not happen next year. Might happen. I mean, we probably will be good, you know, next few years and all. I mean, we yeah, we definitely will be. But uh, I just want to en- enjoy these moments. I guess it's fun. damn right. Uh, but I don't have a like analysis or whatever because I didn't watch the game on TV. To, like, what were the really... vibes like? Tell me about the crowd oh God, because dude. the crowd just... felt good. Yes, it felt great. It had a couple Suns fans, uh, Suns fans around me, and even right, walking into the game, they're like, these guys in this uh, truck is like Suns in four and just all this stuff. And my son was like, why? Why are they saying all these things? I'm like, ah, they're just talking trash. It's all good. We're not getting swept. But no, it felt there was really no stress. Honestly, I, I thought I was gonna. Other than you know when Devin Booker hit that first three, I'm like, oh crap, here we go. That that dude is good at basketball, and he took his foot off the gas, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's, it was it started out nine three Suns from what I remember, and then after that, it was just like I felt like the Mavs just had the control of the whole game, and I always had out of feeling Chris Paul was going to do his thing. But I, from your perspective, what what did you see? Like were the Mavs doing something different against him? Um, it just it was hard to tell at the game what's going on. It's just so much craziness and stuff. Well, someone in the chat posted CP thirty seven, which has me in tears because today was his birthday. Um, and I don't really think the Mavericks are doing anything different other than playing harder. And they caught the Suns at the right time. And those seven first half turnovers, Chris is, Chris Paul's never done anything like that in a game before ever. And a couple of them were just like sloppy. And then there's one he threw like a 35 foot pass that like Bullock picked off in the corner. Is like, what is going on here? So it's the vibes for the Suns were really weird. Um, and yeah, Devin Booker, if I recall, missed a couple free throws, and he's like the best free throw shooter in the NBA, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, and then, so. you know, apparently this came up in a Suns chat the other day, but the Mavericks really kept Reggie on Chris Paul for more of the game. Like, they weren't seeding some of these switches, which they've done, uh, which they did a lot in game four. And, you know, this this needs to be said. Two things happened in this game. First, Luca didn't have to do everything by himself. He also That's wasn't pounding God. the piss out of the ball. Like, like we gotta. This goes both ways. Where you you give credit to Jalen Brunson as he should get it, but then like Luca wasn't just holding the ball the whole time. He wasn't doing it like they're getting into him the post. So he had more energy, and yeah. then he played much better defense. It, 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 got, you know, when he is getting to the basket though, because this was a problem. I mean, I know we won by nine or whatever, but. He was get, giving up some shots at the basket. Just I know he's trying to get his teammates involved, and that's great and all, but those are some points we're giving up. Like, if you're right there, I mean, at least try to go for the shot and maybe get a foul. But For sure. Um, I mean, I feel like this team – I feel like this game felt like the, this is how the Mavs are or how they've been in the last two or three months. Like, the, the first two times we played Phoenix, I know Phoenix is great. They're, they got their home court advantage and all, but I really feel like this is the Mavs team that we've been – been excited about like on as far as defense and also um, yeah I just hope that they can keep it up I mean th- this is just one game I'm not going to get overly excited about it just because I was at the game and the adrenaline's pumping but game four they got to keep their foot on the gas and just shut down at least one of the two Paul or Booker so for sure well thanks for joining for Chris I'm glad you had fun yeah thank you Right. Yep, yep. You be safe on that drive back. I'm sure you're going to Waffle House now that actually sounds really good um let's try to go to Matt again hey Matt Okay, I'm working now, I think. Can you hear me? Hey. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about, what a game for Maxi Kleba. Like, so in the other game against the Jazz, he just made a ton of threes, and it's great that he made the 
he did stuff today. Like he made off the dribble mid range shots. He had duck in dunks. He had drive and go dunks. I think he had 14 points, but just in general, what a game from Maxi. Like he was stunningly good. Like yeah. he's had games where he made more threes, but that was the best I have seen him play. He played really well defensively. Devin Booker. Go ahead. Go ahead. Devin Booker is quietly dirty as hell. <laughs> like, it is stunning how much dirty stuff he has picked up from Chris Paul. Like, he got away with two really, really blatant just shoves. He shoved uh, he shoved Brunson early that's making the rounds on Twitter. But then he shoved, I believe it was Reggie Bullock late on a rebound too. And, like, they just didn't call him. Just nothing. But there's that. And then, like, he just – he quietly throws a lot of body blow elbows and stuff throughout the I game. I respect it. And – I gotta be honest. Then, I kind of love it. And as far as the crowd, the crowd was absolutely electric. Um, the this game and the the uh, second game against the Jazz are two of the loudest I have ever heard it. And this is the fifteenth home playoff game that I've been to, and they are now fifteen and zero in those games. They were fourteen and zero before this one. This is fifteen and zero. That's is, bananas, man. Yeah, I'm actually I'm gonna text Cuban and be like, or, or I would text him if I had his number, but I'm gonna send him a tweet and be like, hey, I need you to pay for me to go to all the games. Oh, like, there was a there was a woman that I've known since I was like 12 years old at the basketball game, and I see her on Facebook. She she's a school teacher, and she has somehow has center front row seats, center court, and I saw her on TV. I'm just like, we're crowdfunding to send your ass to the game again. This is it. There were just like the crowd really felt good. It came through the TV well, and you know Josh Bo and I were talking about this, and then he kind of stopped himself because I don't think he wanted to get into it. But the like regular season lower bowl Mavs fans, it's it's a place to be seen. It just it has been for the past ten years, probably fifteen. It's pre clubbing. Yeah, it's the the crowd that's going out clubbing. It's where they go before that. I went to two games in the lower bowl and there were more drunk people who had no idea what, like who was even on the team during regular season. And it was, and it's like, see, so seeing a lot of like really jazzed up fans was really fun. It was fun to watch. Yeah, there's that. And then also I want to say this. So they've, they've done a lot of talk about Luca not getting a technical in the playoffs. Uh, Not, not to go crazy on the rest or anything, but, the only reason Luca doesn't have a tech is because they chose because they could have given him about. I think I think he might be getting a fine. Um, some of the stuff he was. I'm not even talking about the money thing. He he told Mark Davis he fucking sucked at least ten times. Like I was, I mean, I I was not that far away, and like it was very clear what he was saying. And he told him like before he called Chris Paul an effing bitch. He, it it was very funny. Like he he cursed. Well, he's got to he's got to settle. Like I, this is not criticism. This is just something that's not going to be allowed to go on. Like the the hand motions of like money, like that is some like darkest timeline shit that the NBA is going to react very poorly to, in my opinion. And I, I the, the the thing about this is, you and I like like we you piss off Josh Bow and our team Slack talking about the rest. It's fine. It's like in game stuff. But, like, I rarely agree with you. Tonight was some garbage. It was some garbage. You know, they tried everything possible to to get the Suns back in this game, and it just it wasn't enough. And it concerns me because, like, the the fifth foul on Luka, that Jason Kidd did not challenge it is one of his – I'm glad it didn't bite them, but it's one of the most egregious coaching mistakes he's made this year. Yeah, there's that, and just in general, I honestly think they would have won if they had challenged the third, fourth, or fifth. Obviously, the fifth, the fifth made him sit, so it it didn't really make sense not to challenge it. And going with sitting, uh, 
Xavier's man, Spencer Dinwiddie, he is – I really think they just benched him to play Frank Nidalekina in the fourth quarter, which is – I, I see the chat being all happy about Frank. Like, folks, he had 12 minutes and nothing and was a negative eight. I don't really – his defense wasn't that impressive. <laughs> but I suppose there's something to be said about not fucking up. Well, you know, he didn't, literally like, gave me a heart attack because – so the where I was sitting, they were coming towards me, and it's late in the fourth quarter. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure how much was left, but it's not much left. And I see Frank Nilakina dribbling and Chris Paul lurking, and I'm just like, oh my god, he dribbled through the lane a couple of times, and it was almost like it needed that. Um, god, what's that song? It's like the the where they they they'll like fast forward the video a little bit, and it's like Benny Hill song. It's Benny Hill. Like like him yeah. dribbling is a horror show. Well, I wanted was Zaw's music because I was horrified. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, oh god, this is this is not going to end well. Give the ball up, give the ball up. But yeah, yeah I mean, there's that, and then I, I still don't want to start Powell in Game Four. No, I know that people. We still got off to another bad start. I yep. mean, we're down nine three, and it's just it feels like we're just. I I don't understand it. I I know that Powell's like I like Powell. I came around on Powell this year. I've been super anti. I just don't think it works in this series because of Aiden's size and athleticism. Yeah, the lob's not there. I think he caught one today. He did, but he did. He did have four. He did have four times as many rebounds this game as he's had the whole series, and that he collected four rebounds. So also, <laughs> Luca had 13 rebounds tonight. Luca was a monster on the board. Yeah, and that's it. I'll let other people talk. It was super exciting. It was fun to be. Everybody have a good night. Yep, you too. That's be it. good. Yeah, guys, y'all are talking about the chat filter. The chat filter does not allow cursing. Um, so if you can talk like you're on, I don't know. It's it's really something else. All right, I'm going to get to my man Brett here. Hey, Brett, what's up? Hey, Kirk. Yeah, I mean, this game was – I think the most heartening thing about this game is that the Mavs in general got A, like as you were saying, like there's been some really egregious refereeing, not just for the Mavs, but like this entire playoffs – have just most of the games have been pretty, uh, like pretty questionable. Uh, but but like but that plus they didn't even shoot that well, and the Suns shot very well from downtown. Um, I mean the, the like Jay Crowder explosion. Like, shit, the fact that they like that's probably the most understated part of this entire game is the Mavericks survived nineteen seven and five from Jay Crowder. Yeah, I mean like they had like Luca was not shooting that efficiently. Crowder was hitting everything. No one on the Suns shot poorly. They just, I mean, like a big part of that is the turnover difference. Like that's largely why they, like where they won the game um, was in those extra, extra possessions. But like if the Mavs shoot even, you know, 32, 33% or whatever from, or if they shoot like just better than they did from three, like they will, they would want it by a lot more. The, yeah, um, the, we're all about especially, talking especially about that. In the first, especially in the first half, where they had some really wide open shots mm-hmm. that they just, just kind of missed. Reggie and, finished four of four of eleven, I think, and I feel like he missed four wide open shots. Yeah, he he hit a, he hit like two or three really contested deep ones, and then just missed like a like some really, <laughs> like he missed one that was over Aiden. Like like eight like late closing, um, kind of like in the Gobert position. Yeah. Where, yep. yeah, I mean, I think that they did a lot better job of playing on offense like that, where they are getting, like like, and a lot of that's the ball movement where they're getting the Suns in rotation. 
a lot more. Um, yep. Less dribbling from Luca. I mean, it yeah. just, it was, it was just better. You don't want to say like play design. Cause I don't really necessarily think this is like plays it's, it's offensive. Um, it's like offensive, uh, just philosophy where it was, you know, you know, kid was pretty brutal to these guys in the pregame, like, uh, in all the, the quotes where he's just like, basically everybody needs to play better. And they did. It was nice. Yeah, I mean, I think that 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 I mean, like, it the issue is not is not like the the usage rate. It's the uh, it's like the, the time per touch. Yeah, like, like, that's the concern. That that's what wears you down. That's, it, yeah, like like you can have a high usage rate if you were like like Steph Curry has a generally has a very high usage rate. He does not dribble the ball much. Like, right. He does not hold the ball every possession. I um, mean, and, and that's what tires you out. Um, the other thing is, I think with Powell, I mean. While I would prefer him not to start, and I would prefer him to play, um, like him versus McGee is a much yeah. more interesting, weird, tall guys flailing stuff lineup, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like McGee. Okay, the price for McGee on the broadcast has been like excessive. He has not been that good, and he is still like a liability on defense. Yeah. And and, and so like, and I, and like, I think the Mavs. Did a really great job of exploiting like the bench lineup. Brunson, in particular, like really took advantage of the fact that the, the Suns bench is not that good, um, and and like the Suns starters are really good. Like they have when they play their their, their top five guys, they really don't really have any weaknesses. But when you get to like campaign and whoever on the bench, th- those guys can't defend, um, and and that's where like the Mavs did succeed in this game, but they didn't really in, in in game one or two. Uh, last thing is, I would just say that Dinwiddie has to be better. Um, he's like, all I don't really playoffs. Know. Like, <laughs> yes. I mean, since, since the first minute of the playoffs, he's had like a few good moments. And other than that, just been pretty, pretty ineffective. He makes really bad choices where he'll get the, sh- he'll get the ball with like seven or eight seconds left on the shot clock, which is not and ideal. Like, but then, Yes. Yes. And then he'll take a 35 footer and it's like, friendo, there's a like Mark Cuban has made it so that in every NBA arena, there is a huge shot clock. What are you seeing? And he he does that like twice a game. Like his three point percentage would be higher if he just didn't take the shit. I mean, if every time he had like a semi open three and just pulled and took it instead of like, like on the catch, instead of like sizing it up, he would be much better. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. it, it's the same nonsense that Luca does. That's that's annoying when he's like not hitting, but he's just, like Luca just is so much of a better offensive player that it's it doesn't like kill your offense in the way that a guy who's like a like a not that level of 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 talent like that he does. I mean, it, it like especially when he gets the ball first of the defense that is not set and then just decides to like stop the ball. It's all mm-hmm. it's, it's hesitation it's because and Jordan Burdess wrote about this for MavsMoneyBall.com where he, he ended the regular season shooting 74% at the rim. And prior to game two, he was shooting 47%. So like in an in inversion of those numbers, he is seeing and hearing things that aren't there. And it's just, yeah, it's, couple, it's bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I mean, part of that is, and, and I, I think, I think it's always looked like that, that he, that he tries for contact specifically at the rim. Like he, when he drives, he drives to get fouled, not to make the shot. A lot of the time, at least that's what it looks like. 
And I think that that is part of it. But also, I mean, I, some of it he's just gotten like, he's just like not confident in much of his game right now. Like sure. when, he, when he drove on Aiden and like tried to like flip the ball up or whatever. And I was just like, what are you doing? I hate that stuff. I hate that stuff. It's like, it, it's a sign of, I don't want to do this. So yeah, I know what you mean. Oh yeah. Well, so you're a big, you're, you're a big Luca guy. We, we've talked about this before. I thought that Luca, like where Matthew hit kind of the nail on the head, where Luca helped really control the game was his post play and his rebounds and his also willingness, continued willingness to, to kick it out. I was, I do, okay, so, so about Luca's rebounding, people compare Luca, like people online compare Luca derogatorily sometimes to Russell Westbrook in the sense that in like in the sense that they compare like the stat padding aspect of and the triple yeah. doubles, Luca is a very good rebounder. He's a, he's their best rebounder, and when he's yes, not I mean, rebounding, he, it affects the game. But like him, like like I personally think in, in the Jazz series, the the most important aspect of Luca coming back, like from injury, was the rebounding. Mm-hmm. When he came back, they did not get killed on the boards every game. The first yeah. three games of that series, they got killed on the boards. I mean, he but like when he is active. On that end, like he is, he I mean, he is the strongest guy on the court. Like he in in most games. Yeah. And 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 that like and, and when he's playing in the post, and he is he is just like eating um eating Bridges alive. Like like Bridges can defend him when he, it's on the perimeter, and Luca knows that. So immediately every time he will back him down to the post and just like crush his soul. Um, which is why Bridges probably will not play many more possessions on on Luca. Yep. Yep. Well, I need to, uh, I'm, I'm, thank you for hanging out tonight. And I need to get to a stat real quick that Amar posted before I forget about it. So, you have anything else before I, before I uh, move on? Nope. Thanks for having me up. You're the man, buddy. All right. So, our guy Amar posted in the chat a little while back uh, a tweet from at specific and why, where it says Devin Booker, when guarded by Frank Nilakina this postseason, total of 17 possessions, one of eight, six turnovers. That seems the six turnovers is not something I recall. So it's got to be more than this game. Um, the next lowest field goal percentage Booker has been held to by a single player was 43%. That player drew holiday in the 2021 finals. I don't know. He's, 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 he did a good job. I'll rewatch Bobby. Bobby's lecturing me. I'll rewatch the fourth quarter at some point. I was uh, already kind of writing in quarterbacking coverage and trying not to scream at the television as the Mavericks slowly lost the lead. Okay. Uh, who else we got in here? Um, let's go with Drew. Hey, Drew. Hey, Kurt. Welcome, welcome. What are you thinking? I don't have too much to say. I mean, you know, they say, you know, it's a, it's not a series until the road team wins, and that hasn't happened yep. yet, so we're still there. Uh, I mean, you got tonight was all about defense. That was the difference between, you know, two days ago and tonight was 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 defense. You know. And we all knew they had to get better at defense, and they did. And I take, I kind of take my hat off to Jason, you know, uh, kid. He got them going. Uh, he mixed up some things. He, I, I think he made some adjustments. And uh, I kind of tip my hat to the kid in this one. I think he did. I think he did a credible job. Not challenging Lucas fifth foul. Yeah, I, I probably would have done that. But you know, uh, you know, he. I think he kind of wanted to say something for maybe near the end of the game, something crucial. I mean, I mean that's a that's a legitimate argument. So I, I don't have too much with that, but uh, yeah. Now I mean, now you're just gonna have to adjust to the adjustments that Phoenix makes in the next game, and that's right. Which the, the adjustments will be, you know, 
Well, they're going to crash the boards harder. The Mavericks took 16, no, sorry, 14 more field goals than the Suns did. So that's due to turnovers and offensive rebounding. So the, the, the issue for the Mavericks will be how do you survive Devin Booker or really Chris Paul having a better game? Um, that's kind of what it comes down to, but go ahead. Well, go ahead. I, one thing, just one thing I wanted to say is, do when you get the home home here, do the same ref, you know, officiating crew, or do they change up the officiating crew completely? Because I think that they let both teams, I think, get pretty physical tonight, and I'm wondering is how does that affect the game if you know you got a crew that's doesn't do that, you know, in the next game. Okay. Hey, I need to correct this before I forget. Amar is now telling me that the stats that I just read off are bad. So Amar, you're in trouble. I was just, oh. kidding, you know, it, it, no, it's fine. Like. Single single player stats like matchup stuff is is really only valuable once you get like a ton of data where exactly. we haven't, you know it's like like because so it, it's just like small sample size theater small it's sample like, size yeah. yes I might so. agree is actually in statistics I got it in accounting in the in the business world kind of thing you know my wife yes, dra- yes sample yeah sample size is everything my wife dragged me through statistics it is so hard it is why like like there's just some stuff for the longest time i've stayed away from when covering map stuff because i don't want to say the wrong thing because re or like miscontextualizing stats is mm-hmm. the single biggest problem in basketball coverage today it dry it i'm i that's why i'm often really bad josh bow is really good at it and so are some of our other people and then we used to have an editor at Mavs Moneyball who was like a stat she was like you cannot say this. This is not correct. And it it just <laughs> – I miss having Kate around. Anyways, what else you got for us, Drew? Well, the one thing I want to say is when Jay Crowder finally missed a three, I said, all right, we've won this game. That was when I finally think we had it because that sucker – that sucker, you know, I thought he was Steph Curry until, you know, he missed that shot in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, oh, my God. But when he missed that one wide-open three in the fourth quarter there, I said, okay, all right, we're good now. So, yes, yes. I'll and leave, Chris Paul still hit crazy shots. Like oh, that three-pointer over Maxi was bananas. And the thing is, is he's such a little guy that he – his ball – I mean, he has the biggest arc. In the, I mean, and it has to be because he's – you know, that's how he doesn't get his stuff blocked. It, it comes off his hand, almost goes straight up in the air, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's – you know, but that's what – I mean, hey, that's what's – you know, when you're a little guy all your life, you, you, you develop ways to get around it, you know. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, buddy. Right. We'll talk soon, okay? Mm-hmm. You got it. All right. Coming up next is one of my favorite people and your favorite people. And I'm wondering if he was at the game. Mr. Akiva, what's happening, guy? Kirk, my friend, uh, long time no talk. Uh, well, it, it, it's been a while. I was talking to, to your son-in-law, Josh, today. How, how are you? you? You said you told – now, before you talk, i got to tell you this. Akiva is on the record of saying the Mavericks are going to win game three and game four at home before this game happened. So, so we're, tell me, tell me what you saw and what you're thinking now. Uh, I can't help myself. Uh, the first thing I'll do is uh, crap all over you. <laughs> no, first I need to know if you bet on this game. I did. I I I didn't bet on this game. Um, I kind of stopped betting. I did well betting. I bet. I bet for a couple of months. I I I turned fifteen hundred into like thirty thousand. Wow. Then I then I went down back to ten thousand and I quit because it was taking too much of my time. Sure. 
I, you know, it's just you start watching more, many more games than you want. I was betting on hockey and basketball. <laughs> I was watching this this San Jose Sharks, which I never would watch. <laughs> and, and I just couldn't, I couldn't help myself. I said, I, this is not worth my time. I, it's, so it's just, and you start, and you start living with every basket. Uh, one time, I'll tell you, the OKC game, I had like 12, I put 12, no, I put 2000 something like $2,000 on with OKC to return 17 or 18,000. They were playing, they were playing uh, on the road, I guess, against uh, a team, and they were up by by one or two points with a, uh, three seconds left. And Lonnie Walker, I think it was the Spurs. Is that the Spurs or who is it? Uh, yeah, Lonnie yeah, Walker. yeah. Lonnie Walker hits a three with three seconds out of bounds <laughs> play, and with not contested or anything. I know people who are talking like the Thunder is really throwing games, but but uh, that's when you're in but, deep. Tell us, tell us what you saw tonight. What did you like? So, what did you hate? So you know, I'm biased against kid. You know, I I I can't handle it. Uh, what I hated was the obvious. Coaching malpractice with uh, Luca, Luca getting hit by Crowder. Yeah, that, that was, and they call him for a fifth foul, and there's like six, five, six minutes left. And what do you have to lose? What are you saving? The, what are you saving? A timeout? Your timeouts are so brilliant. You're such a brilliant coach at timeouts where Dorian Finney-Smith is sitting a mile away and not even listening to you, and you are, and you are, and you are taking the ball out. From not from the ba- from the baseline instead of moving it up with 11 seconds left against that team because you like to get a running start and then Luca winds up rushing a pass to uh, to Dinwiddie who misses the three right you're so brilliant you're so brilliant you're saving a timeout you're getting your star a fifth foul for the rest of the game he either plays it doesn't really plan defense. Or he sit him down, which is what he did. So you know what I think? I think he kind of had like Luca. This this I'm glad the Mavericks won because this would have been a storyline. Luca was absolutely out of control that game. He was out of control, and it that between the hand signals, between and like granted, I don't mind it. The Mavs won. I'm just telling y'all that had the Mavericks lost, his antics would have been a story because there were a I'll, lot of antics. I'll tell you, Luca is a psycho, and he has a reason to be out of control. Yeah. Against this team. He was right. Like, he was not wrong. Let me be clear here. It's just that would have been the that would have been the narrative. And I, I'll tell you, Chris Paul is a real lowlife for what he said about when they asked him, oh, Luca had 45 points. What did you think of it? Oh, they got a lot of good players, including Theo Pinson. Come on. You are not even half the player that Luca is. Don't dog don't dog on him. That was you know, I lost all respect for, for Chris Paul when he said that. So Luca is pissed off, rightly so. The refs think. Uh but but this is not the first thing time that Kid Kid has pulled this crap. Nah, he's he's What's pretty it, bad with challenges. That, or really non use of challenges. Yeah, I forget the particular play against Utah. It was like three minutes left, and obviously bad call. Definitely challengeable. Like cost the Mavs like three points or two points, and and kid turns to uh, Gene Saint Gene's kid, uh, the assistant coach, and he talks to him for like a half a minute, and then finally they decides after dicking around for half a minute, he decides to challenge the play, but the ref already gave the ball to the Jazz and call, calls the Mavs for the layup game. 
Sure. Remember that play? And yeah. I, you know, this is this is when you have a shitty coach, this is what you get. I'll tell you something. And I will He's a vibes something. coach though, man. Here here's where the vibes matter. And so I just I got it we gotta talk about this because I think this does matter. I in the pregame, so Kid's been pretty delicate all year long about the things he said or hasn't said. Like there were some times where I remember him like stabbing Porzingis specifically, mm-hmm. but he's been pretty light on Luca and Brunson and his pregame quotes. Um, when I say pregame, I basically mean between games two and game three. He kind of called Luca out and then he called Brunson out and then he said everybody else needs to get their shit together. And that was the sort of stuff that Carlisle was always very reluctant to do publicly. And I think that's because he was such a prick in the huddle. And so it's like, I get what you're saying on the tactics. I do think he's been pretty good on the motivational. I, I would love that. that. I would give him more credit for that if he also said that I, as a coach, need to do better because he does. Yeah, he needs to be better as a coach. Too. Yeah, like I, I need to. I'm I'm curious if anyone asked tonight about that that fifth box. It's like if he hadn't challenged that and the Mavericks would have lost. That's another thing that would have been a narrative. But yeah, when I, when I see a coach say that I need I need to do a better job. I, I say to myself, that's a good sure. It's leadership because stuff. I know what you mean. That's why I like it when Luca says right. it after the game when he's like, I need to be better at defense. So that's right. And on the Kaliba thing, yeah, he is shutting me up a little bit. He's, uh, he's he got hot the last few games, but I'll tell you something. Long run, you look at Kaliba, 33 minutes tonight, three lousy rebounds. You can't survive playing like that. Yeah, I don't care how hard he gets from three. Your big must get more rebounds. And that, that he's not good enough defensively to cover up for, for not getting rebounds, not really protecting the rim, getting one block shot, whatever. He had three but, block shots tonight. He was kind of – but I know what you mean game to game. I understand. I understand. Game to game, you can't survive like that. I'm glad Powell's ass was, was stapled to the bench finally for most of the game. He still played 10 minutes. Listen – I don't care what people say. You had to. You should have played Moses Brown when he was here over Powell and Klee, but you should have played. Well, what they should have done is like gotten better big men going back to like twenty. Yes, so. yes, yes. No question about that. But this is the roster you have. Maximize what you have already. But they, they just, you know, what? Tell me, tell me. I know you said, uh, you, Kirk, you said that. Uh, Boban doesn't really rebound. Why? Does Powell and Kleber rebound? They don't rebound. Do they play great defense? They don't play great defense. You know, Kleber, so, so, so Kleber, uh, I'm sorry, Powell in specific, um, Kleber, sorry, Nick Wright just responded to my tweet when I invited him to the green room. (laughs) Sorry, that threw me off. Um, I I love, I love Nick Wright, except when he dogs Jokic. That's really bad. (laughs) Oh uh, well, Akiva, I got like thirty people. Are, are you going to? Are you going to uh, either game four, or game five? Uh, no, not this. Uh, not probably, definitely not. If they get to the third round, I, I will definitely go go to some games. But I, I don't think I'm going to. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe get maybe game five. Maybe, maybe I'm not sure. I don't know. All right, we'll talk soon, buddy. Okay. All right. Take it easy. Well, Have a great. Thanks, man. I love it. Akiva's just full of flames. Um, who else we got in here? I want to go. I want to go over some because we've been doing these night after night. I want to give people. Sometimes I accidentally make certain people wait too long. I don't mean to. Um, let's go to Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how you doing, Kurt? 
I'm I'm a little thrown off at the moment just because did not expect a, a Nick Wright response to me at twelve fifteen. Anyhow, how are you? Well, I'm I'm feeling great. I am too, man. It was great to see him. They pretty much controlled that game from tip off. I mean, I thought it could have been even worse if the officiating had been a little bit more. Uh, I'll say even, you know. I'm not blaming. I mean, it is what it is at this point. You know, I, I think it's bad most games, but it is what it is. But I wanted to talk about Reggie Bullock. I thought he had a hell of a game. Hit some timely shots, especially that one at the end. I thought Brunson had a hell of a game. It was they, nice. To see they both did. And it's like I was saying this in the first couple of games, but it's like I understand you got to call what you got to call, but – it's the playoffs and we want to see the stars play, you know, and it's like, I felt like in parts of the jazz series and this series, it's like so many of the star players, four or five fouls. It's like, what are you going to do? Foul out everybody. Ugh. Well, I mean, it gets more physical and, and the things that I didn't like on the fouling where it's like Luca drives the lane, Brunson drives the lane and gets shivved in the kidneys and no call. And then Luca, uh, uh, Jay Crowder takes a dribble and into Luca's chest and blocking call. I, I don't understand that sort of stuff. Right. It's the consistency that gets me for sure. Yeah. But, uh, also, I wanted to say, like, after we went down 2-0, I know there was a lot of people that were really discouraged. But I kept saying, man, this game, it's easy to win when you're at home if you're Phoenix. You know, it's going to be a lot different in Dallas. I said – if we lost today, just like in a similar fashion to the first two games, sure, it's time to panic. But it's it's another story in Dallas, and I thought the energy there was awesome. And to see him come away with the win is great. But we still got one more to do, to even this thing out, and I I'm excited to see if they can do it. I really believe they will. I love it, Jeremy. I hope so too. A Mother's Day win would be big. I have a I have a a frightening Sunday planned, which I will share with you all after it has occurred on the green room a little later on Sunday night, but it's mother's day. Everybody go get your mother's day, a card, go, go like, don't, don't scrub mother's day. Everybody, Jeremy, you got anything else? Nope. Uh, go Mavs and let somebody else up here. Thanks buddy. Talk soon. All right. Um, let's go to my guy, Logan, who waited like the full two hours to talk last time. What's up? Logan, hit the unmute button. See, Logan waited so long to talk the other night, and he was, like, super jazzed to talk about the draft, but now he can't hit the unmute button, or he's having problems with the with the chat. Logan, remo- uh, exit and come back in. Um, that will be that. Let's try him again. Um, let's go with my man Christian, who probably wants to go to sleep. What's up, dude? Yes, I definitely need to sleep. No, you soon. don't. Sleep I- is for the dead. Well, uh, I I mean, the highlight for me was uh, Brunson, that play where he just, like, I think he launched Booker back to Phoenix when he went, like, rolling. Oh, yes. I know like, which one you're talking about. Oh, that was just, like, beautiful, especially since all the shit uh, Booker's been talking to him the whole series, which – it's kind of strange. Like Brunson seems like one of like the nicer guys that doesn't really talk, and to just yeah. he, he's really annoyed me. And it was good to see, you know, I 
I understand the argument, you know, of Brunson struggles with length, and I think to an extent most most small guards do, and you know, have yes. to be crafty. But I I think it's especially hard when you think about the Clippers and Suns, right? Like it's probably two of the top three defenses when healthy. Um, right. So it, it's just it, it's that weird dynamic of if we want to get to where we need to be, he has to be able to go against the best of the best. Um, but the um, the officiating was awful, and to to call the fifth foul on that, like I, I on that Luca, uh, I don't even know what to call it with Jay Crowder. I just. The officiating has been so bad, and I'm not even just talking about the Mavs. I'm talking about just across the board that I hope they they could kind of tighten some things up or at least remain some kind of consistent, consistency with it because, uh, you know, it, it's really kind of distracting from a great playoff just across the board. And what uh, impact and what a, like, like when, we, you know, in the off season, a lot of us were disappointed and all that. But how important has Reggie Bullock been to this team? Incredibly so. When he might have had a rib injury, I was like, oh, no. I mean, it's a, he's very he's he's super important. Yeah. And he, he's that counter puncher from three. He's got a quick trigger. He's great defensively. He's got a little enforcer in him. Like I just. I mean, it's kind of sad because our bar is so low, but he's sure. probably the best free agent acquisition we've probably had in like a decade. So, I, I mean, he's been he's been so important, and you know, you guys know me. I'm prone to losing my mind at somebody like taking terrible shots in a game where like Reggie was terrible. October, November, December a significant portion of January. And then he finally got it together. It, it, he's just been amazing. Yeah. I mean, truly fantastic. And I, I think, you know, moving, looking forward to the next game, I think, uh, you know, last game, Dorian getting in foul trouble was huge and really kind of screwed us. And I, I just hope, well, actually, I kind of hope we actually get Scott Foster, but Either which way, I, 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 I think that would be kind of poetic. And, uh, you know, I, I think if, if we win this next one, kind of the, the uh, onus falls on the Suns and we can kind of have that momentum. Yeah. But I think, you know, just what an exciting, exciting time. And I, I kind of – this will be what I end with because I know others want to speak. But I thought it was – you know, we all kind of know how Twitter can just suck uh, a lot. Um, but there was a random Suns fan uh, in the comments, like, we're going to sweep the Mavs, da-da-da, Suns in four. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, we'll bet on it. And it's like, okay. It was just like a $10 bet. Uh, but after we won today, he actually sent me the $10. So I thought it was cool, like, some random person, you know, man of his word. So that was kind of – That's funny. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> good for that. Good for that guy fulfilling his bet too. Yeah, and then because he Apple paid me, and then he sent me a picture of uh, Luca on Booker's lap as like a baby. So then I responded with the clip of Brunson uh, <laughs> launching Booker into the stands. But 
you know, just wanted to to mention that and, you know, look forward to getting in the room again. Uh, hope you have a great night, Kirk, and uh, look forward to hearing others speak. Thanks, buddy. Talk soon. All right. Coming up next, let's try Logan again. Hey, Logan. How's it going, Kirk? It's great now. You're better, joining us. What's up? Sorry. I don't, I always have trouble That's with fine. it. Better, better terms than the other night. It is. Right. Um, my friend, just cause, uh, I totally agree what Chris was just saying. Christian, I guess Chris was saying about, um, Reggie, but I've been, I've been a big fan all year. But my, my friend who was watching the game with was like, Reggie Bullock would have fit in with some of those like top heavy LeBron teams. Where, like, he would have been, like, the sixth guy on... I mean, really, Reggie Bullock is just built to be, like, the sixth guy on a great team. Like, he mm-hmm. really fits that. And it's always frustrated me some that sometimes we need more out of him. But, like, it's just... Those are... He's a playoff player. I don't know. Uh, very happy about it. Um, the Frank thing is cool. I kind of do need to watch it again because I'm, you're so keyed in, like so keyed into either our guys who are ball handling or just trying to figure out what the Suns are doing on offense that like it's kind of hard to always catch that like man-to-man defense while it's happening but my thing with Frank has always just been that he needs to play within himself on offense like he's been a good point of attack defender his entire career like that's what his calling card was but he would randomly just take these these threes where he's covered and like it just uh, it always kind of aggravated me because I think to an extent that's like kids should kind of sometimes make people um, realize they're like, there's sometimes kind of an egalitarian thing with the Mavs where it's like, and Maxi pulled it off tonight, but him putting the ball on the floor is the greatest all time example of this. I was about to have a freaking heart attack every time he did it, but he pulled it off tonight. But my but point he, was that go, go ahead. Ahead. my favorite thing Maxi does is when he plays with the confidence of a six foot 10, very handsome person who can block shots and play basketball. <laughs> Because it's like the, it, 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 the, it's incredible. It's just it, it, it's Teen Wolf is what it is. Yeah. It, it's the it's Teen the, Wolf. Where he's like, oh, I'm gonna be nuts for a second, and then he does something incredibly stupid, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm okay the, with the incredibly stupid because you did the other shit. It's the uh, they used to do that Game of Zones, the Game of Thrones parody, mm. and it was like Porzingis. Luca and then like Maxi is there at Dirk's deathbed being like, I'm one too. Like I'm part of the, I'm part of the lineage. And they're like, Maxi, go away. <laughs> That's the triple Dirk's. That's right. That yeah. The triple Dirk's. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so like the, my overarching thing is just that the first two games we played like a Rick Mavs team. Mm. And I don't think I'm not a Rick shit talker. I understand why people are. And like guy, is unlikable to the players and it matters and kid flipped the defense overnight kid has his own issues he gets way too galaxy brain does dumb shit all of that whatever but we just were softer than we've been in like half a year or like four months and that's not what got us to like i mean we don't have the talent to not be hard at to be hard like we don't and so it just was kind of clear. We were, I think we were just kind of shell shocked by how good they were. Honestly, I like really think that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they're really unbelievably good. And, you know, I've talked so much tonight. I can't really remember this. If I said this already, I apologize. But if the Mavericks come out and get like, like absolutely slapped the next two games, I'm going to hold on to this one because they responded. And, 
the response was such to where I went away. Like we talked in here the other night for two hours and there was, I, I went on a little bit of a rant where I'm like, guys, we can, we can criticize, criticize Luca. It's okay. But Luca responded and Luca corrected some stuff that he wasn't as good at. And, and he fixed it, not, you know, maybe not permanently, but he fixed it in a game. And I felt better about how he played. And I felt better about Brunson, who, you know, if there's a guy, like, he's basically a windshield wiper but in terms of how I feel about the Mavericks paying him. But I don't care because, you know what, this rules. Like, you <laughs> just don't get this many playoff games. And it's like, I'm having a great time. Yeah, like, I mean, if we can – if we can win the next one, I will be okay with losing in six because to win two straight against that team and then if the last two are really close, like, I just don't like the, uh, like, there was a serious We Got Punk vibe after yeah. that last game. Like, I mean, I, I just, that's the worst part is, like, not even results. It's just, like, Chris Paul already has that superior, like, him and Devin Booker have this superiority thing that just, like, I just couldn't handle it. But, um what I was going to say, oh, the turnovers, just talking about the defense and talking about playing harder and stuff, I think a big difference between the Jazz and the Suns that threw us off, not just whatever, like how good they are, but the overall ball movement is that, like, 2014 Spurs, Warriors, like, that is – and it, I just don't think after Utah we saw so much Jordan Clarkson, Donovan Mitchell tunnel vision that, like, I just don't think the maps were ready for that, and they were so much better about that. They got in the passing lanes, and – like, that's sometimes something that drives me crazy about us is that, like, Mikel Bridges is just a little bit better of a playmaker than Reggie Bullock and Darren Warren. So, like, they're all just a little bit better passers. Like, sure, each sure. one of the role players is just a little bit better. But, yeah. and I think hopefully over years, like, we'll get tighter and have more chemistry to be that way. But I think they, the defense had to be more ready for that. And we have got to attack. This is the Monty Williams, like, as much as we criticize Kid, He played Shamit and campaign together way too much. Woo! And we Brunson has to just – and he did. He did tonight. But that is where Brunson and Dinwiddie get off. That's where they get the kicks. And I don't know if Monty Williams will keep doing it, but he's he's rolling out, like, those two backcourt together. I don't see why you would ever not stagger Booker and Chris Paul, but that's just something we got to take advantage of. But Right. Right. Uh, I'll let other people talk, though, Kirk. All right. Appreciate you hanging out. Talk soon. Yeah. All right. I'm going to bring up – he just requested speak, but he, I'm letting him jump to the front of the line because my man Charles hung out for, like, two hours the other night. And didn't, he, didn't, he didn't come up on stage, but now I want to hear his hot take. Charles, hit the unmute button. What do you got? Hey, Kirk. Welcome, welcome. Not, what are you thinking? You're not sleepy tonight, are you? Oh, no. I'm real, I'm real tired, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. This is like, I'm not even, I don't even doubt them anymore. I don't, I, I can't believe how much negativity I hear out of everybody. Even after we win, it's just, it's just mind boggling. That I get team, it. I mean, those two losses were hor- horrifying, but this was fun. Oh, no, no, there's, there's plenty of reasons to be intimidated by the Suns, but I think, I think the team that's more intimidating is us because, you know, look, I mean, we're always flying under the radar and that's, that's where, that's how you scare the shit out of you. You just, you just throw these guys off balance and that's what, that's what I'm noticing. I think the thing about it is the kid is just so damn calm. 
And so, like, when I'm hearing Kiva talking shit about Kiva, I'm just laughing my ass well, off. It's just like our man, our man Kiva. <laughs> like, look, look. Over the long enough, over a long enough timeline, everybody sucks. And so he, he's just taking that bet. <laughs> I, I kind of appreciate. <laughs> I, I I appreciate the commitment to the bet because it's like. My probably worst take the last five years is that I hated Jalen Brunson. Hated Jalen Brunson. I thought he shot too much and wouldn't pass. When realistic, <laughs> which I kind of think that was true, but that was less more more because he was told to shoot and score and not pass. But like, and so it, it, that was my worst thing. But I eventually hedged on. I'm like, look, I'm wrong. Let's give the mile all the money in the world. So it's like I get sticking past. The, the expiration date on something. But anyways, what do you got? No, man, I'm just, I'm just excited. And, and I, I, I just believe in, and I, I see him winning the next three straight after tonight. They're on a roll, but they don't, they don't get ahead of themselves. And that's, that's why I'm always behind kid and them and, and go Mavs. Go Mavs. I love it, Charles. Hope you had fun watching. I did, man. It was a blast. All right, dude. <laughs> Good. Talk soon. And then yeah, we got thanks. we got who's who just said this in the chat. Jason, our resident Eeyore, just chimes in with Mavs in six, which is pure freaking magic. I love this take. Um, all right, coming up next, we're gonna bring up Garrett. How you doing, Garrett? Welcome. I'm doing good. I just finished my junior year of college. Hey, so that's congratulations! Um, Only one more year left before you got one more. Uh, one more, and I'm. And then the workforce, which is kind of daunting. Yeah, well, but know, I, I didn't get to catch the game tonight. Yeah, I didn't get to catch the game tonight as I was finishing up on stuff. And I vowed to my friends after we won the first quarter that I wasn't going to watch the rest of the game. And it worked, so I'll See, take that. I'm really but, proud of you. It's time we call out someone. Well, I'll let you talk, but I need, I need you guys. It's Dalton. Dalton Trick. Call him out. Dalton fucking Trick. Call him out. Editor-in-chief <laughs> of, 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 of DallasBasketball.com, uh, Sports Illustrated, whatever the hell their site is. One of my dear, dear friends, he tuned in when the Mads were up 790 to 73, and then guess what happened? The sun started to come back. So I need all of you guys to get on Twitter.com and bully his ass and tell him he's not allowed to do this. I told him. I sent him a text. I was like, don't you dare turn on the TV. No, it was a, a, a group, a uh, uh, Gmail, and then a Slack, too. I'm just like, stop this. Anyways, I was, what do you got? I was looking at the score, and I, I almost turned it on. I was like, no, I can't do it. I don't want to be that guy. I appreciate I, this. I See, this is what the fandom <laughs> is sacrifice. God. I was just like, I, 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 I sent the message. I said, I know what I got to do. So I'll see y'all after the game. Outstanding. Well, I what did you think my, from following GameCast then? <laughs> well, it was Jay Crowder is frustrating because he's hitting his shots. Well, he knows I still and, cover the team, and he fucking hates oh, me. Man. So, <laughs> but I mean, it's just I would just be on. I would have Twitter off to the side, and I would just see the calls that they would make, and I'd be like, oh. That, that's interesting. Why is Jake? Why is Book shoving Luke, uh, shoving Brunson to the ground, and they're not doing anything about it? That's right. Or other stuff like that. And I'm just like, we're doing this again. Right. But I just, I'm just happy they got a game. And can you hear it? Can you hear? It? I need, I need them to not announce the refs, and I need that stone cold glass to hit. And Scott Foster comes running out for game four. So that's what they I were, need. they were talking about this in the chat. They were talking about this in the chat, and that Luca, like Scott Foster, also hates Luca. See, but he hates Chris Paul more because this was the Harden <laughs> bubble. Because he hates him and Harden, but they when they were separate in the bubble, the one game he refed for both of them, OKC lost that game. 
Yeah. So I, I think his hatred for Chris Paul outweighs everything. Yeah. But I'm just – I really just wanted him to get one win. They made it to the second round. They achieved their goals of getting better at defense, getting past first round. Now it's just working on getting a better center once we get done with this. But I, I couldn't be happier. One game at a time. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you joining. Yep, no problem. All right. Who we got next here? Um, I'm sorry. Got to got to bring my buddy Grant up next. Hey, Grant. How you doing, friend? Hit the unmute button one more time for us. And if you switch between apps while you're waiting, it probably won't let you talk. Hi. There you go. Okay. Wow, that's new. Yeah. Kirk. Grant. We did, we did it. Congratulations. You were at the game. You were you were up you were sitting with Sting in the Raptors. I'm really yeah. proud of you. I was sitting at Sting while Sting while uh, the rest of y'all made fun hey, of me. Hey, you were for, at the uh, game. I would make it fun while, of shit. While you watched on the TV. No, no, no. I, I, I had a few hateful comments, but they were all Suns fans, so it's okay because they lost. I actually sat in between three Suns fans, funny enough, and it was awesome. Amazing. Because they hated me. They couldn't stand me. At one point in the first quarter, um, I was actually asked to sit down because the people behind me couldn't see and I turned around and I was like, it's a playoff game. And then got kicked out of the seats and went somewhere else. But you know, that's how it goes. We did it. I'm really proud of you. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. You didn't, you did, did like, not only did you not get kicked out of the arena, did I hopefully, hope, did you find better seats? Uh, no. <laughs> I that's went to okay. where. I went to where I was assigned. <laughs> okay, I get it. I yeah. get it. Well, oh, I appreciate man. you fighting the power. Are you going to get home safe? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling up right now. But right. I just wanted to say thank you for admitting you were wrong about Jalen Brunson. Yeah, it's fine. I don't mind. Yeah. Like It's, and, it's uh, good to be wrong. And, and tell Dalton Trick to not turn on the TV. I know. Yeah, we're just, you know, he's he's going to be punished for this. Insolence. Thank you. But you have a good night. Oh, we'll talk man, soon. Thank you. Thank you. Mavs and six. Mavs and six. God, y'all are on fire. Will, welcome to the show. What's happening? Uh, first thing that I want to say is Jalen Brunson with the right hand would be one of the absolute best warriors. <laughs> and I say that as an absolutely massive Brunson. I know what like, you mean. Brunson is probably like my third favorite player in the entire league. My wife forgets he's left-handed, and she'll just be like, why didn't he shoot that? I'm like, that's because he it, doesn't want to use his He right doesn't hand. need to. He does. It's not a good idea. So um, I, I missed a few – I missed some chunks of this game. So if Spencer had a better game than I'm about to give him credit for nah, – No, he really, uh, he really didn't. He really didn't. I I think I'm completely to the point that I think that Spence is a regular season warrior. I like Spence, I guess. I had the smoothie the smoothie cleanse bullshit sure. is very annoying. Sure. I, but I think I think I'm pretty out on Dinwiddie. I think I would like to see if we can get something that's not of worse value. I think I would like to see him go in the offseason. It just depends what we get. Because, I mean, the th- having a third ball handler, obviously, you know, we complained about that for so damn long. We don't want to get rid of it. But is Dinwiddie really – like, is it really that big of a deal? You know, I, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle on that. I get it. I get it. I mean, this – the Dinwiddie stuff uh, where our, our – I don't know how many of these you've joined, Will, or if you've listened to the podcast. 
I listen, one, to, I listen to these pre-recorded like pretty much every time they drop, but I've never actually joined one. Well, welcome. I'm really glad you finally joined. Thank you. Thank but you, sir. You, I appreciate that. Xavier Santos, who is a coward. No, I'm just kidding. He, he's one of my staffers at MathMoneyBall.com, but he's no longer able to join these because he doesn't like he needs to get a new phone um, is the answer. But he has been a Spencer Dinwiddie guy since last summer. And I like to tease him because he no longer comes on these because of his phone. But I like <laughs> to say, I like to say it's because he's afraid of the Spencer Dinwiddie hate that he's going to get. <laughs> See, that's, I assumed that that was what you were about to say. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, one other thing that I wanted to say about tonight's game. Shout the hell out Reggie Bullock. Sure. Reggie Bullock sure. played his ass off, especially on the de- – he was incredible. So Dorian was excellent on defense tonight too. But Reggie, my God, he played his ass off on defense tonight. He did. He and really I, I did. I was so out I – I had a friend that I didn't talk to for a few months that last time that I had talked to him, I hated Reggie Bullock. And sure. we just kind of started talking about the Ma- – and we just kind of started talking about the Mavs. And he was like, uh, you know, go Mavs, fuck Reggie Bullock. And I was like, nah, man, we love we love Reggie over here now. I love Reggie. Want that man on the team for for a long time now. As so we all we all have to be prepared though. We have to be prepared because there's enough like there's real like it's statistically significant. He sucks in uh-huh. the in the first half of the count like the he of the NBA season. To, mm-hmm. He is going to suck until like. December at least every year, every single yeah. year. And we, have, that's okay. we have to be prepared. We just literally we have to be prepared for that. We have to accept it and just power through it. That's January right. rolls down. January rolls around. It'll be fine. I and, um, I don't. I, I hate to bring up the damn Brunson contract, but I just have. That's to, okay. We made it in an hour. Like what are we like? But it, I it just it's on my mind constantly because like I said, I'm a huge Brunson. I'm a huge Brunson guy. It's on my mind constantly. Like what the hell are we gonna have to pay this guy to keep somebody else to keep? Really, I'm not worried about the Knicks. I'm worried about the Pistons and honestly the Spurs. Nobody's yeah. really talking about the Spurs, but those are the two teams that I would be legitimately worried to come swoop him up from us. And I'm just wondering. What are we going to have to give him now? Like, now that he has had a really good game against a good defense, like, what's the price? My now? guess, and, my yeah. guess would be the so, so Ethan in the chat mentions 22, 20 to 22 million. That's that a, that's my, of, mm-hmm. and I think that was five, my thought. I think my thought a full, was four, four for 88 was my, I thought. think a full five years is going to be the, is going to be the deciding factor. I, that's because that's an excellent point. That, he's twenty five yeah. years old. He's also six one. Um, the the factor in this that no one is chatting about, and and Mav Scott Mav CBA, who may or may not be in this chat, I don't think he is, but he's he's putting together kind of a, a CBA frequently asked questions for twenty twenty two's off season. That is and that is excellent. It'll be helpful, and he's just going to tweet it at everybody that asks some stupid questions because he gets all these questions all the time. I follow follow him, but I don't, like, interact with him too regularly. It'll help. It'll help for all these questions. It is because math is hard, and I don't like doing it. Um, Yeah, like, I try to to feel like a cap genius, but I'm just – No, it's impossible. It's, it's like, like you not only do you have to understand math, you also have to understand contracts and like language. Exactly, exactly. I married a lawyer so she could tell me what I need to do, not so I needed to do it myself. Um, but to answer kind of the question, like 
if if there's a new television contract, whatever every player is making at the at the point of a new television contract, the percentages will start to change because the cap will rise. Similar to how it not like it, I don't want to say similar to how it did whenever Kevin Durant went to the Warriors, but there's going to be an increase in overall salary. So the percentage of the cap will matter differently, you know, because okay. it's like Luca making 40, 43 million next year is going to hurt. But Luca making 43 million, if the cap goes up by an extra 25 is different. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That Yeah, that makes me feel a lot better because I've had some concerns just because like I haven't been the biggest fan of Supermax contracts in general. Sure. Because I, I guess probably for things that I don't fully understand. Well, it's but because I was a little, there's like five people who deserve it. And if, you, if you're if you a player who gets it that doesn't deserve it, <coughs> Damian Lillard, you become unplayable after like the, Russell Westbrook, for example. Like he's going to make uh-huh. $50 million and it's like no one wants to play him, let alone pay him. So. Yeah, I non, quick non, non-Mavs related sure. thing. Uh, just because you brought up Russ. I just keep seeing I keep seeing trade rumors. They're all from Lakers fans. Nobody other than Lakers fans is is floating Russ trade rumors. And it's hilarious seeing him traded to teams like Charlotte. Charlotte's the big one that makes my head hurt because I'm just like Charlotte needs a big, Charlotte needs defense. Charlotte does not fucking need Russell Westbrook in no. any way shape or form. Not no. that very many teams do, at least not at his price point. Maybe, you know, if he was, ma- you know, if he was making, I don't even know what, but if he was making, you know, significantly less and was willing to come off the bench, you know, yada, yada, you know, you know, the con- you know, the discourse around Westbrook, but I don't know. That's neither here nor there. I just, Russ got brought up. So I just had to say that shit makes my head hurt. Well, I'm, but, glad uh, you I'm sure you got, I'm sure you got. 30 other people in here waiting. So I will uh, let somebody else get off here, but yeah, I will definitely be back around. I only reason I wasn't in these four was, uh, didn't have the app installed. Well, didn't know what to do. So yeah, we'll definitely be back. I'm glad. Will. thank you for joining. Thank you very much. Have a good night, Kurt. Yeah. and, And here's the deal guys. Tell your friends, tell your friends, tell your friends that you're having a good time and come hang out with us because I'm having a great time. I love talking basketball with all you, uh, with all you weirdos. This is this is exactly how I want to be spending my Friday night. Um, coming up next is my guy Sam. Welcome, Sam. What are you thinking, Sam? Sam. All right, Sam. Try to come back up here in a second. Let's go with uh, Chandler. Hey, Chandler. What you thinking tonight? We can go two straight. <clears throat> Hit the unmute button just the best audio it'll happen though okay let's try it again with brandon hey brandon what's up hey kurt can you hear me i can welcome all right i just want to make sure after those no shows <laughs> um, not a problem so uh i i splurged a little bit yesterday and i thought well since we're down too well maybe the prices went down and so i got myself some tickets uh really enjoyed it the building was electric from the get-go um so, I mean, it, it was just awesome. Uh, my first Mavs playoff win in God knows how long uh, that I've actually been there. So, how many uh, games I, did you lose? How many games did you go to where they lost? We went to Clippers game three last year, which was awful. 
And then we went to game one of Utah this year. Okay. Okay. So just two, but still two painful losses all nonetheless. Right. So third time's the charm. So during my super productive work day, while I was, you know, just thinking about this game the entire time, um, I, I was thinking, cause you know, the Mavericks have a huge problem of, they only have six players that can actually play in the playoffs. Uh, which, believe it or not, is actually a, a huge it problem. Is. It is. It, uh, it's going to become a problem at some point. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't know. I was just kicking around desperate ideas, and I'm shocked that they actually turned to one, and it kind of, I don't want to say like it worked, but playing Frank over Josh, like just during the minutes that you can't have both Reggie and Dorian out there. Like, Frank, obviously, you know, he wasn't great or anything, but he was definitely better than Josh Green. Not I'm making about, me not making me angry at my television is a is a win. For sure. I mean I was excited. Like he was active, like he he's so freaking long. Yeah. Like he's the same height as he, he has a big wingspan. And, and he has like a seven foot, seven foot one wingspan or something. It's ridiculous. He's all arms. Yep. But um I, I don't know, I just thought that was weird that I had the same thought process and somehow it actually worked. Sure. But um I don't know. I'm I'm pretty. I don't want to say pretty optimistic. I'm more optimistic now. Now that we actually got our kind of must win, because the the Suns, like we didn't force them to do anything that they didn't want to do in games one and two, but they were also shooting so unsustainably hot. Like before this game, Chris Paul, so throughout the entire playoffs, was shooting seventy one percent on long mid range twos. Yeah, I yeah. mean that's basically a layup. I mean it's actually better than a layup. I think average around the rims like sixty three percent. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just have a hard time with stuff because Chris Paul has hurt me so many times. Oh, so many times. So I'm just like, is it is it unsustainable if you just do it until I die? Like, like I'm not sure what's actually unsustainable anymore. I mean. Seeing Booker cool off was a little bit more comforting than anything because that dude is just, he's like, he is a bucket. And Paul, you know, kind of, he was like, he still hit some crazy shots in the fourth quarter. He only missed, uh, by my count, he only missed one of his long mid-rangers. So, like, yeah. it's that he didn't get a bunch of them off. Yes. But I just think that, I don't know, there's a lot of reaction like, oh, this is, you know, going to be a sweep or gentleman sweep. And I think we got close, not necessarily the Suns' best shot, but I think we got closer to their best version of play than, you know, than like an average. I think this is closer to an average Suns performance. And I think the Mavericks still have a lot of improvement. Uh, like a lot of people have talked about, they still haven't whipped out Scott Foster yet. Uh, hopefully that, uh, that sounds so weird, but I'm hoping for that at some point because. We all know he hates Chris Paul the most. For sure. I, For I, sure. I'm just optimistic because we, we also play pretty well on weird Sunday afternoon games, too. It's at 2.30 on Mother's Day on a Sunday. So, but 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 my, my, my really fire take is that Luca loves his mother and will score all the points. That that's that's my thought for, for I'm here for on it. Mother's 50 Day. bomb on Mother's Day. Call right. Burger. right. Well, the Mavs have a history of committing massacres on Mother's Day for those in the know. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, uh, that's my one in the morning rambling. Thanks for having me on, Kurt. 
Sure thing, buddy. Talk soon. All right, let's try my man Sam again. Sam! You got me. There we go. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know. Nah, that's what The unmute was gone. But, um, yeah, so, like, this is a crazy win, something that we really needed. The um, the reffing in this series as a whole for both teams has been ridiculous. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to say, you know, we're not getting calls, even though we're really not, because there's too many times where Luca will bump on somebody and they'll just immediately call it. But Booker does the same thing on Brunson literally every time and they don't call it half the time, which is uh, kind of ridiculous, I feel like. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know what Brunson's going to have to do to get a, like, blatant shove-in-the-back call. It's happened to him three times. <laughs> it's real bad. He's just like the little brother that, like, you, you walk in the room and you just find a reason to shove him. Exactly. And and you can see just with tonight when he's aggressive and he doesn't get in foul trouble, he can make plays and he can attack the basket. And if we have something like that in the game, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So my thing is with game four, obviously it's a must win because you don't want to go down 3-1 to Phoenix. But That's right. But, like, I think they should be able to take advantage of it just because this is going to be the shortest turnaround. And, I mean, Chris Paul, no matter how bad he is, he's still, he just turned 37. So you're 37. So That's I feel right. if they could just take advantage of that. And the only thing I'm concerned with is, you know, they said he had bruised ribs. And if he's going to play like full court against Chris Paul the whole game, that can't last. I don't, I don't think it can last, personally. Um, you know what we need to get? We need to get uh, Reggie one of those like like Carmelo Anthony style like flak jackets that he wore. I don't know. I could be making this up. I felt like for like ten years, Melo always looked like he just ate a huge Thanksgiving dinner because he wore a lot of padding, and so we need to get that for for Reggie. Hey man, let's pad it up. So <laughs> I mean, when you can score like that, you can wear as many pads as you want, I guess. So maybe maybe that'll work for Reggie. He keeps hitting shots. So. Yeah, well, I'll take that. I just hope that if we can get it to two-two, you know, hey, it's best two out of three. Who knows what will happen? So I'll, I'll, I'll trust me. The way we play the first two games, I'll definitely take that going into uh, into Tuesday if we get the win. I agree, man. Well, thanks for hanging out, Sam. Oh no, you have a good one, man. All right, talk soon. Who else we got? We got a couple of 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 longtime listeners that are waiting. So Josh, what's up? Speaking of superstition, I'm over here on the couch with my Mavericks blankie, and and we got the win. So yeah, I, I had three drinks as is my tradition. I think that's my tradition. I don't know, but I I've, I drank heavily this game, so that I still have it together. You know, hey, kudos to me. What well, what's going on? Did you did you yell at your TV? I there were a couple of Dorian makes that that made me emit noise where I was just like where I scared my dog awake type stuff. It's good, you know, really good just fan moments. Like I'm all, like my wife always thinks I'm gonna wake up my son. I'm just like yeah, it's fine, and she's like that's not true. <laughs> well, uh, he he's obviously. Uh... You know, gotten gotten used to the gotten used to the racket, so he's he's a part of it now. That's right, that's right, and he'll get to watch Sunday's game. Where even though I have a huge television, he will still ask me questions like, "What's the score?" And I'm like, "Mother effer, it's right there on the top." Like I show him, like I love this child. He is six years old and just does things to piss me off. Where it's like 
He's like, well, what quarter is it? And I'm like, do, do you see all this information? I know you're not dumb. <laughs> Are Anyhow. we there yet? Are we right. there yet? No, he just likes to torture me. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's a Twitter reply guy, but in human form. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just simulating virtuosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, that's that's rad. I yelled at the TV a ton. Um, and to be honest, uh, where's all where's all the shit talking Booker now? Where are you at, Devin did we, Booker? Did, we, did everyone did see he, that video of him smirking? Like, I don't blame him for smirking, by the way, but it was, like, zoomed in on his face where it's, like, him and Chris Paul uh, giving it together, uh, like, a post-game presser together, and they're like, what do you think of Luka? And they are both they both have a very much a fuck-this-guy look on on their face. It's great. Great. I yeah, I mean, I mean, he is he is just – he is just a work of art. Um, and, yeah, I mean – I mean that you know you didn't you didn't look so shit talky tonight, um, but you know Kirk we should we should definitely fire kid and get Boban on the court. Okay, what about Coach Boban? Like <laughs> yes, something. Yeah. I mean, like 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 a meeting of the minds maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, look, I appreciate everyone that that is passionate <laughs> about whatever it is that they're passionate about, and that's what Akiva's passionate about. And we're gonna let we're gonna because you know I. <laughs> Like the thing about the coaching thing is like I remember hating Rick Carlisle a ton and he was fine and then he, they won a championship and you know the only coach I've ever really been right about was Avery Johnson because I was like I hated that guy from the start. <laughs> but you know he was formative. Like like there, I I joined a website the first thing I actually did on the internet was 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 participate in a website called FireAvery.com. So. Oh. <laughs> I never heard of this one. Yes, like no, we're talking like 2007 style internet, just real dark, like like dark ages, people mad. Anyhow, so what do you what do you think of of the game? Tell me. Um, I thought I thought they scratched and clawed. I really thought it was an energy thing. Also, listening to like I don't remember what show. Oh, it was like the the Wind Horse Hoop Collective thing, and. Apparently, Tim McMahon was saying that in the fourth quarter of game two, that the Suns' true shooting percentage was 85%. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, I'm like, so it made me kind of think going into this game tonight that, like, you know, that it was more than just, like, taking the Suns' like best shots, but it was taking – their most rarefied air on their home court with the Mavericks kind of looking like the moment was kind of big for them. You know what I mean? In both games, uh, not game two. I mean, game two, it was, it got big in the fourth quarter and, um, but took like more than, more than just like their best shot took like historical scoring. I mean, it, it was really crazy, and it hurts, and it still hurts because I was I, I had to write about that game. But I, hmm, their offense, they're just such a good basketball team to where I will not crow yet because you know the Mavericks still have to win three out of the next four. No, is that right? Yeah, three out of the next. Yeah. Four. <laughs> That's yeah, hard. I, That's hard no, to do. Don't confuse <laughs> Don't confuse me with Dalton. 
I'm not that optimistic. I'm just saying that it was real gloomy doomy and I still am of the mindset like like somebody said earlier, maybe it was Logan. You know, it's like, no, I mean, it's still a seven game series and Phoenix did their job and now the Mavericks did their yes. job and now they have to go into a tough ass game four. Um, but hey, uh, look who woke up. Brunson woke up. Maybe maybe Dimwitty wakes up. I want to hail myself a maxi taxi. I'm uh, glad you had fun. <laughs> I did. I did. And anyways, um, good stuff tonight. And, uh, you know, looking forward to game four. And, uh, you know, fire up the big TV and yell at it. That's right. Talk soon, Josh. Peace. All right. Coming up next, Mike. Welcome back, Mike. Sorry you had to wait so long. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Kirk. How are you doing? I'm great. I, I, well, I forget that, that you're on the other side of the planet. I always recognize a, a <laughs> avatars, but then I'm like, so so. How, how is your hopefully, is it Saturday? It's it's Saturday, yeah. So we had an 11.30 a.m. game here, but the nerves are right up there. So I had had a beer in hand, had the uh, my two young boys who were really keen to watch it with me, which, uh, as you all know, it's uh, they ask silly questions. Yes. Thankfully, it was a um, a solid wire to wire win, which um, made it relatively uh, stress free, um, which was a great sign. And, and you know, hopefully, hopefully that just means we have a bit of a bit of a shot at the series. Um, and it didn't make me look like a total maniac in front of the kids <laughs> as well. <when> I... <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. I I was my son, my then three year old son, was sitting with us. Was he yeah. four yet? I don't remember. During when Luca went off against the Clippers in the bubble, where he went for like 46, like 17, and he hit the crazy game winner. Was that the, the game started, winner? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I started screaming uh, at the TV, and my son started yeah. crying because he thought he was in trouble. I remember you saying that at the. T- I remember you saying that at the time. My, my son was was six, and he was in the room watching it, and he was scared. He thought I was really angry. <laughs> he was well. like, "No, this never happens." He was happy for the win. <laughs> Correct, correct. Anyways, I mean, it was it was it was a fun game. Just nice to actually show that we could flip things around. And look, lots wasn't a lot wasn't going right for us previously. I mean, they were they were shooting out of their minds. We weren't. Nothing seemed to be going right for us in the first couple of games. Um, so they seemed super intimidating, the Suns, and they literally sunburned us all into into lobsters. But. Um, <laughs> You know, the question had to be asked, would they be able to keep it up? And I think the two keys tonight that really shifted it for us was was it just seeing a bit of life on the defensive end and also JB um, coming to life and just using his ag- aggressiveness and using his strength and shoulders and his stocky frame just to push a few people around and get that shot up. Uh, I think he, he learned that he had to work a lot harder than he had to against the Jazz and, you know, We've really got to have that energy from him through the balance of this series to, to stand a chance. Man, I'm glad the Brunson uh, decided to come to play tonight. He he had oh, struggled. We needed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh was it was worrying. I mean, all those all those fears about, you know, lengthy defenders and good defensive teams. I mean, I'm just glad he was able to break the shackles and look hopefully we're all wrong and hopefully we are having, you know, 
lots of conversations in the off-season about his contract because we wanted to do well and help us get as far as we can. But, look, I'm, I'm not worried about his contract. I think we just have to pay him the, the five years. Probably It's probably a 5-110 or something of that nature, and I think he'll want to stay. He wants to be on a winning team, and um, we can't let him leave because we just need him as, as an asset and we can't let him walk. So, look, I think that'll sort itself out, but we really need him in this series, especially if... Uh, is anything, and but I guess the upside there is if we can get uh, Dinwiddie rolling as well, then we we have a super shot in this series, and um, you know with those continuing sort of contributions from from the other role players like Maxi Dado and Bullock, who are you know getting their shots for three, defending well, um, you know that'll be that'll be the key to unlocking the rest of this. Uh, fingers crossed, and. Um, Love to see CP3 become seven as well, CP37. I think that was indicative, obviously, for the seven turnovers. And, you know, that really set the tone early with uh, with him turning the ball over that many times. But um, I think that got the crowd into it. And um, next game's going to be a massive one. So can't wait for it. That's right. And we, we don't have too long of a turnaround. So thank you for joining. No. Thanks, Kirk. Let's go, Matt, and uh, let's hope it's a happy Mother's Day come Sunday. Exactly. Talk soon, Mike. Thanks so much. See you. All right. Last but not least. Oh, one. He left. Okay. Does anybody else want to talk before we get out of Dodge? Joaquin, you were on here, and then you weren't. Um, I don't know. I had a great time. And then we're in and out, and everybody's happy with 90 minutes. That last show, we went for nearly two hours after a loss. Was not expecting that. Anyway. Uh, check MavsMoneyBall.com. I am looking at our editorial queue right now, and there are three things that I have to edit um, before going to bed. Uh, so look back. We're going to have a number of things tomorrow, and download Josh Bow and I's podcast. Everybody be good, and we will talk soon. Enjoy your weekend.